0: Haryam and welcome to Live Vedanta, a podcast about simple living and high thinking. We've been unpacking how the Bhagavad Gita relates to parenting. With this episode, we transition to our next verb, on resolving. What is the solution to our problems? What causes a lack of resolution? In this episode, Vivekji focuses on a verse that guides us in navigating our obstacles. Let's tune in.
1: Auryaom and greetings from Cleveland. Someone had once gone to Swami Chinmayananda in great anguish and said, Gurudev, you have to save me. And Swami Chinmayananda inquired, save you from what? From hell. I've done all of this and I'm going to go to hell. And he smiled and said, Relax. And that person was confused by this and he said, How can I relax? What do you mean? And Swami Chinmayananda said, You're already in hell. <laughs> when someone is in such anguish, when someone has such stress and anxiety, they're already in hell, no? our culture, our scriptures teach us our only friend at the time of death is Dharma. The people around you are not coming with you when your body dies. When your body dies all that you've done that is been selfless that will make your next life more beautiful and all that you've done that is selfish will make your next life more ugly dharma is that which makes our life more beautiful present and future this is why our course is called applied gita not to just theorize but to bring this into our life to make our life more beautiful Shared differently, it is Dharma in Karma. Dharma is the Gita part, and the applied part is Karma. Dharma in Karma. We began our course six months ago. In September our focus was on evolving. How does Bhagavad Gita help us to evolve to be able to evolve one has to be honest honest of their past honest of how they want their future to be and a catalyst for honesty is time if you never give yourself time you will never be honest with yourself people call that self-love or self-healing most practically it's Giving yourself time. You give everyone else time. Give yourself time too. In October, our focus shifted to deciding. How to make decisions, especially in our predicament of the paradigm of choice. Too many choices. To decide requires vision. What do you really want? What do you really need? What do others really want? What do others really need? Vision comes with experience. We studied many verses that said try. As you try, learn. Then try again. Don't be afraid. You'll never develop experience and then vision. In November we shifted to communicating. Applied Gita and communicating Communication is comprehensive. It is verbal and nonverbal. You learn through your ears, you learn through your eyes. The more you know yourself, the more you know others, and so you adapt. In communicating, knowing that this is comprehensive, you can't have a single style, you can't have one technique only. You have to adapt. When someone is frustrated, you have to speak to them differently. When someone is hurting, you have to be differently affectionate to them. In December, we focused on relating. To relate to another requires depth. If you simply interact with people based on their orientation or their skin color, you can't relate to them. There will only be differences with differences comes lust comes competition to be deeper and being deeper means connecting to people on a needs basis if you remember our happiness series workshop I highlighted Ikigai and the four ways to choose your profession from least important to most important Least important is what you are well paid for. More important than that is what you're good at. More important than that is what you like to do. And the most important is what the world needs. Analyze your professions. Are you following that framework? <laughs> Ours is like the opposite. <laughs> what do I get paid most for? Who cares about what the world needs? Hence the destruction of the environment, no? If we reverse that, would we need environmentalism? It would be built into our lifestyle. In January, we began thinking about working. Work is an opportunity to learn. And this learning becomes more... Important becomes more effective when you're intentional When you're intentional about driving when you're intentional about Sharing people call that mindful living. It's really the yoga part of karma yoga When you're intentional you learn if you learn nothing is work then. Everything is enjoyable. You're always playing And finally We finished our sixth month with parenting. Parenting is an opportunity. Really, parenting is the opportunity to develop discipline. And if you delete the words opportunity from parenting, you will simply become indisciplined. Your sleep will become more erratic. Your eating will become more erratic. Your mood will become more erratic. But if you feel that parenting is an opportunity, you will see how much more disciplined you become. We continue in the seventh month of our course with a focus on resolving. When you hear this word resolving, you can think of it in two ways. You can think about making your own resolutions, or you can think about, think about conflict resolutions. Those are the two resolvings that we tend to think of. And so we're going to think about both. One conflict we have with ourselves, one conflict we have with others. How do you reconcile that? How do you resolve that? And we're going to start in chapter 2, verse 72. Chapter 2, verse 72. This is the last verse of the chapter. This is where the sthita pragnalakshanas lakshanas are completed. Please repeat. Esha brahmi sthita partha. Esha brahmi sthita partha. Nainam prapya vimuhyati. Nainam prapya stiddhvasyam antakalepi stiddhvasyam antakalepi Richati nirvana mrchati richati quarter by quarter esha brahmi stitaha partha bhagwan krishna is telling prince arjuna this is being established in Brahman. What is this? I had shared with you. We actually studied that verse. In chapter 2, verse 54, Prince Arjuna asks Bhagavan Krishna, someone who is enlightened, someone I want to be, how do they think, how do they speak, how do they sit, how do they walk? We did take up that verse. And then I think for 18 verses, including this one, Bhagavan Krishna shares the indications of someone who's wise. And here Bhagavan is saying, For your question, there is an answer. And I have given you these answers. This is my conclusion. What this means more for us, there are solutions to the problems in our life. We all have problems. We have problems with our health. We have problems with our government. We have problems in our workplace. And we want a solution. There are solutions. That's what this quarter is sharing. But really to appreciate that, you have to have faith, you No, know? That this is the solution. Without faith, this is an impractical solution. This is a short-term solution. With faith, this is the solution. And really, Bhagavad Gita should be over, but there's still 16 chapters, yes? Because even Prince Arjuna didn't feel this was so practical. He didn't have that faith. Na enam prapya vimuhyati. This is the second quarter. If you follow what i've shared with you i've shared with you someone who is enlightened and if you try to practice the same if you live the same way having invoked this you will never be confused again there will be no stress there'll be no anxiety there'll be no depression this one shloka is an icon for the entire chapter. And I'm going to share with you, there are four parts to chapter 2. The first part begins in verse 11, when Bhagavan Krishna tells Prince Arjuna about his nature. The nature of the infinite is beyond life and death. It's beyond problems. Then the next part is where Bhagavan Krishna tells Prince Arjuna about the nature of creation, the nature of the world, the nature of society. And what is the nature of all of this? It is changing. So the nature of your nature or the nature of the infinite is unchanging. The nature of the world is changing. How do you resolve this? How do you reconcile this? How do I go from feeling I'm changing to not feeling I'm changing? It is through the third part, dharma. And we studied this shloka also. Bhagavan Krishna shares your responsibility is to focus on actions and not results. The whole third section is highlighting, be responsible. And if you are fully responsible, the fourth section of this chapter is what is just completed here. You will be happy. You will be happiness. Because Dharma leads to Brahma. Some of you are going back to, what is this month focused on? (laughs) You have to think. we want to know how do i make resolutions how do i engage in conflict resolution this first line is sharing like prince arjuna had a problem and Bhagavan krishna gave a solution what is that solution to bring about a reconciliation between the changeless and the changing is your responsibilities so how do you interpret that? Nothing should deviate you from your responsibilities. If you deviate from your responsibilities, you will never feel free. You will never feel this Brahmic bliss. <laughs> That's the English translation of this. If you adhere to your responsibilities, you will feel free. You will feel light-hearted. I cannot describe to you how much relaxation I feel when I finally lie down in bed. Shuka has his fifth tooth coming in, so he refuses to sleep. So he's getting up. Brahma Muhurta, he's up at 4 o'clock every day. (laughs) And uh, my Rani, she likes to sleep some more. So she sleeps for a few hours after I get up with Shuka. Rani is Sheila, not Vyasa, yes? (laughs) And then I'm with him. And then, you know, really my day's ending at 11, 11.30. And when I lie down, there's just so much uh, Samadhi, (laughs) Samadhanam with that bed. (laughs) And I feel it's because I'm not allowed to deviate from my responsibilities. He's watching me. He's complaining about me. (laughs) One kid's crying, the other kid's pulling my hair. There's no deviation. But that's an intense blessing. It's like have you ever played a game where you go inside a bubble and you have to roll around and crash into people? You you didn't do that today? <laughs> it's you you at sports parks you can play this, but you never get hurt because you're completely insulated. It's just surface against surface. That's what dharma's like. You don't even have to resolve anything. I know you want more, so there's a third quarter. Stitva <laughs> antakalepi. If you're able to resolve to be enlightened, even at the time of death, anta kale. Your last hour, your last minute, your last moment kalepi even if you can do this at the end that's the same as any other form of enlightenment so if you get enlightened when you're 15 or 55 that's enlightenment that is freedom what this quarter is showing in a deeper sense this quarter is denying context Anyone who uses context as a reason to deviate from their responsibilities is postponing any sort of resolution. And Bhagavan Krishna is sharing here, context is to be denied. Context means nothing. Begin. Start now. Think about when you're planning to make a resolution. January 1st, yes, Mahashivratri, your birthday, my birthday, your wife's birthday, your husband's birthday. We're always postponing. That's called tamas, no? And today I was, I was quite harsh with our Cleveland community. When you go to a mandir, what is one of the most popular deities or devatas in a mandir? The Navagraha, No. This is more of a South Indian phenomenon than a North Indian one, really. Observing this more carefully. Why do you love the Navagraha? And you love the Navagraha because you want the context to be fixed. Shani shouldn't be here. Out of here, Shani. <laughs> so you put more oil, more seeds, Shani will be pushed away. See, and why I'm jokingly making that distinction See, everyone in North India had to endure all of those invaders, no? You'll never see a large authentic temple in the north because they were broken again and again and again. And they knew that you can't depend on context. That's why you don't see the Navagrahan, in such mandirs. That, that's a fear-based strategy. And Sanatana Dharma is not, there's no room for fear. There's no room for excuses the last quarter brahma nirvana Richati. brahma nirvanam ritchati brahma means freedom and then the ner- word nirvana when i say nirvana what do you think of mm-hmm. you think of pearl gem yes mm-hmm. that's what you should think of <laughs> You think of alternative rock. The word really is "nisvana." Nisvana becomes nirvana. Nis means out, and vana means blown. So nirvana means blown up. One's ego is blown out into Brahman. We tend to say it more politely, that your ego merges with Brahman, or the spirit, but in actuality, one's ahankara is blown out. And one is, ritchati means, they're gone from any sort of confusion. They are ones who know what to do. Whenever there's conflict in ourselves or others, there's a lack of clarity. There's a confusion. Brahma, Nirvana, Mricchati, that person knows what to do and so they, they do it. So much of our lack of resolution is because we don't know what to do clearly. And why we have conflict with others, because our ego gets in the way. We had a lovely Devi workshop entitled, Being the Bigger Person. Only Devi's can be the bigger person. Yes, (laughs) Devi's. And that's what you have to do. You have to be the bigger person. Being the bigger person means you push your ego aside. That person is not going to push their ego aside, so you push your ego aside. And in doing so, that whole conflict is blown out. Okay, Let's read this shloka again. Esha Brahmi Stiti Barta Nainampra Vimuhyati Stitwasam Brahmanirvanam Richati
0: If you enjoyed what you heard or want to learn more, share this episode with a friend or find us online at Facebook.com slash Niagara. For those on the journey of self-development, Chinmaya Mission Niagara provides a community forum for seekers to listen, reflect, and contemplate. This podcast is produced by the Young Adults of Chinmaya Mission, an international nonprofit working to transform individuals through the knowledge of Vedanta. Until next time, inspire, love, be.